FCM Fit Podcast with Jimmy and Flavia. Hello and welcome to the FCM Fit Podcast with Jimmy and Flavia. In our weekly podcast, we'll be covering everything related to fitness, nutrition and life. Sharing with you some helpful tips on how to stay FCM fit. We'll also have exclusive interviews and a section dedicated to our four-legged friends. In celebration of our website going live this coming Thursday, in this episode we'll be focusing on the nutrition part of FCM fit. What it is, why it's important and why we've made it an integral part of our lifestyle. And why you should too. So... Here we are, episode number two. Episode number two. Well, we've made it to two. We've got through one. Yes, safely. <laughs> We're still here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, today's about nutrition. Now, Christmas yes. has just been. Christmas. Um, exactly. We've eaten a lot of food. Yeah. So what's your favourite? What's been your favourite? What generally is your favourite food over Christmas? Let me think about this for one second. <laughs> Maybe mince pies. Possibly. Yeah, you've had a lot of mince pies. I've had so many mince pies this year. Probably not the best way to start a nutrition yeah, but section. I, <laughs> I, 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 I only had mince pies as my sweet things throughout Christmas. It's not like I had mince pies and then I had puddings and I had everything no. else. So that was my celebration this year of Christmas was getting stuck into mince pies. And that's your one favourite thing, isn't it? Really? It you had to been. pick just the one. It has been. What about you anyway? What What's your, been your favourite thing over this? Well, period? mine's slightly um, odd, I think, probably. I don't know how many people would agree with me, but for me, Brussels sprouts. Excuse me? Yes, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yes. I'm not sure many people out there would agree with you with that, Flavia. I know, I know. However, mm. I do quite like them as well. Yeah, I mean, is that, I mean, if you had to say, right, what was the one thing I've cooked the most over the Christmas period? It's probably Brussels sprouts. Exactly. To be fair. And thank goodness I like them. <laughs> That's why I've cooked them. Because <laughs> otherwise I'd be in trouble. I know, no, we, uh, listen, we've, we've had this big thing about Brussels sprouts this year. We kind of... Wanted to celebrate the Christmas period. And, you know, the, one of the biggest things that I could never get my head around was why we only ate Brussels sprouts on one day of the year, which was Christmas Day, mm-hmm. when actually Brussels sprouts are a very highly nutritious vegetable at this time of year. They are. I have to be honest. So I have probably eaten more Brussels sprouts over this festive period than I have in my entire life. So this is not like something that I've always loved at all. I've I've never used to, you know, have Brussels sprouts when I was younger, ever, ever. I just thought they were very bitter. I could not understand. They can be. They can be bitter, though. I, I But I couldn't understand why people, like, Christmas is supposed to be a special time when you cook an amazing plate of food. And I could never understand why people decided to put Brussels sprouts on what's supposed to be a really lovely plate of food when half the nation, I don't think, particularly likes them. And I certainly didn't at the time. However, however, this year, we've, we've been embracing, you know, green veg, haven't we? And I think well, that's probably... Green veg. We've had a whole year of eating lots of green veg. And um, the one thing I have found is that I think it was when you made them, when you cooked them, and we'll go into how you cook them. We'll talk a bit more about that. They were a little bit softer than normal, I have to be honest. There was one odd time. The first time you made them this year, they were softer. Mm. And there was also the the sauce and things like that. And and I said to you, wow, they taste amazing. It's it's like removed that slight bitterness. Mm. So I don't know if that was a mistake or not. Whether they're supposed to be crunchy or not crunchy. But when they're crunchy, I don't like them as much. Right. 
Well, that's because, you know, they do actually taste slightly bitter. I mean, you can, but then you can overcook them. If you really overcook them, then they release that cabbagey smell, which mm. I think personally is why so many people technically don't like Brussels sprouts because it's, it's you know, we're a sensory with our food. So you smell something, you see something, and you've already decided, your brain's decided whether you like it or not before it's got there. And I think with Brussels, too many people over, over, overcook them. And it's like that ammonia sort of cabbagey smell. But if you actually hit it right, it's good. But it's a leafy green veg. It is, yeah. So what? Belo- it belongs to the obviously the cabbage family. Yeah. And it was apparently cultivated in Belgium, hence oh. Brussels. So why it's called Brussels? It is, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and they they have they naturally as opposed to have a sweet nutty flavour, but which some people can find bitter, which is mm. kind of where I was coming from. Aren't they aren't they really good source of vitamin? Is it vitamin C? They are. They have various things. So they they are. Uh, predominantly water, mm. and then they are nine percent carbs and three percent protein. Oh. and the rest is all water, and have negligible fat. So obviously, you can eat as many as you as you want if you're you know that way inclined. It's very very good, and um, they have very high levels of vitamin C. So obviously, obviously, you know, over the the Christmas period is brilliant. The cold months, vitamin C, immune system. Mm. So very good for you. They also have vitamin K. Um, and some vitamin B as well, um, like folate, which is very important. Essential. Yeah, for cell production and uh, blood blood cells and things like that. And if I'm right in saying, using a bit of my chef knowledge here, we're they're they're in season till about March. Yeah, so they're at, because we talked about this, we we can sort of understand. I said to you because I've eaten so many for the first time this winter. I said, why on earth? You know, Brussels sprouts generally just eat, and I know there's lots of food that are eaten during, you know, festive periods, but why are they eaten just over Christmas? And most people probably, I believe, will only ever have them on Christmas Day, won't they? Because it's part of the thing. Obviously, we've had them for the whole of the winter. But I was thinking, why can't we have them in, like, you know, January, February? And then I had a little bit of a, a search and tried to look up when they were in season. They're actually in season from October till March. Yeah. It's about five months. Yeah. So, so nearly half a year, you could, if you wanted to, include sort of exactly. Brussels sprouts into your... So the, so the moral of this story, ladies and gents, is keep eating Brussels for another good couple of months and you will be doing yourself good. Anyway. Uh, one little tip, on. one little tip. If you do want to try Brussels, if, if you don't, you know, you're not keen on them, if you are going to... Uh, pick them um, from the supermarket or wherever, then they want to be bright green heads and then apparently the smaller, the sweeter. So that might be a good little tip. The, the smaller, future. the sweeter. That's your motto in life, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Flavia, that works the for me. Smaller, the smaller. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So nutrition, what can we kick off with this? What's the story here? Well, today's episode is mostly going to be, obviously, we want to talk about you and your journey. Uh, we talked about my journey a bit more in the fitness episode that we just had. Um, but yes, part of my diploma, as you know, was nutritional advisor. And I really found that I've only just scratched the surface, even though I'm a nutritional advisor. Nutrition is a vast, vast, vast topic. And you could learn about nutrition for endless amount of years you know to become a dietitian I mean you can you, it just it, it's a minefield I have to be honest so I have so much more knowledge than I did before 
which is fantastic. I certainly don't think I'm an expert, but I've certainly, now that I'm a digital advisor, able to make the right choices and hopefully help people to make better choices as well. And we certainly know that we've implemented yeah. various things that have helped us massively. No, absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing for me is that nutrition is often forgotten about when people you know, are on their fitness journeys. On their well-being journeys, they'll go to the gym. I mean, I know because I've been there. I have, for years and years and years, for the last twenty odd years, had I can't I can't count the amount of uh, trainers I've had for various films and this, that, and the other, and the amount of money that I spent over the years. And um, I can look back and I think of all those times when I had all those trainers, and I was not really doing anything about my diet and about nutrition, and I obviously wasn't gaining those benefits because if you do if you can go to the gym for 10 hours you know you can go for hours a day spend all this money and if you're not eating the right foods it can all be a lot of wasted energy you can put a lot of effort in and not get the results that you're looking for so I think like Flavia said this year we've been obviously with the course and with everything that we're doing those simple we've made simple changes to our diet as well as our fitness and stuff and the change was it's been pretty, pretty great, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, and I think that's hopefully what well, you, you'll agree that with FCM Fit, it's not about, definitely not about diets, even though, you know, diet is a misused word as we learned, you know, through the, um, through the course that we did. Um, diet is about, you know, what sort of foods you eat. It's not actually about dieting as we, we, mm. we think of it. Um, so it's certainly not about that. It's just about making better decisions. Uh, more sensible decisions which are quite easy to do and don't take too much effort or are not particularly expensive to do and and that will reap you know the rewards and together with a, a fitness regime you will as we said you know be happier and healthier and feel more energized because at the end of the day the one thing that we we, we took away and I think that we always forget is people think of food as pleasure which I certainly do because I love you know how much I love to eat Oh, yes. But food is a fuel. You know, f- food is a fuel. And I think that's what's often um, forgotten about. And um, one of the things is, you know, healthy eating. What is healthy eating? I don't know. What is healthy eating? Is there a definition of what well, healthy eating is? Well, there is. And it's quite interesting. Healthy eating actually involves eating food that promotes the optimal health of all body systems and prevents the development of disease. So that is the actual definition of healthy eating. Yeah. So not many people will probably say that. If you ask anyone on the high street what is healthy eating, they prob- probably necessarily might not, you know, come out with that. I think for me, what really stood out was that it can actually prevent the development of disease. And that's quite a major, major thing in today's lives. If you can actually mm. eat in a healthy way and the correct nutrients that your body needs, you can actually help minimize the risk of some disease well yeah because i mean if you think that the, the, the huge swathes of our society and population are this amount of money that is spent on pharmaceuticals that are there to treat diseases and illnesses that we have which were completely preventable and i think that is the one thing that if more people could believe and understand then i think we would all benefit from because, you know, diet and lifestyle and exercise, without those things, you know, they, they, these are the kind of things that are major causes of things like diabetes, mm. 
obesity, you know, cancers, stuff like that is, is, is lifestyle. A lot of it, if you lead a better, healthier lifestyle and, and actually, like you said, see nutrition and healthy eating as important things for you to live, not to be indulgent with it, then you will, you know, ultimately be preventing yourself from, you know, yeah, I think having the, some serious sort of illnesses. Exactly. I think the uh, the message is that you you know in life. I think we have to do everything we can to lead a you know as good a life as possible. We only get given one life, so why would we not try to eat things that are going to make us feel good and keep us mm. our body? We only get one body, keep us healthy. I think the other thing that stood out for me when I did the um, the diploma was obviously doing anatomy and physiology mm. and studying the heart mm. and how, you know, oxygen and all of that goes around the body system and things like that and the lungs. And we only get one set of lungs. We only get one heart. So it's about kind of giving those organs what they need as far as nutrition to keep them functioning properly. And if we forget about that and we just eat, foods that we enjoy convenience foods so processed foods you know burgers this that and the other then those organs you're not giving those organs what they need Um, and that's like devastating because you've only got that one body for the whole of your life so surely it's your responsibility as an adult to try and keep it as healthy as it possibly can Mm. and functioning as, as best as it can i think we're living now Thankfully, I think the last, I mean, this whole vegan explosion that's happening at the moment. But I think now we are much more conscious. I mean, there's a, there's a whole swathe of opinion that we're more conscious to make changes to our diets. So the options are out there now. I think in the last few years, you know, if you wanted to eat healthily, it was very difficult. Mm. I mean, we are absolutely bombarded with colourful advertising for fast food. You know, everywhere you go, there's a picture of something that is easy and quick to put in the oven or put in the microwave and you can eat. I mean, it's a whole product from the 70s and all this TV dinner thing. It's still there and a lot of big money is behind convenience foods. And I think it's very difficult for people not to be exposed to it, especially if you watch a lot of TV and you read magazines and stuff like that. However, if you make the effort... And you, you know, the internet's a great thing these days, guys. You know, you don't even have to go to the library, get on the internet, search for lots of, do a lot of research and you can go out to your local supermarket now these days and lots of things. And there is great products out there. Fresh fruit and veg, you know, um, meat substitute foods, which will come into another, a later podcast. You know, there's loads of stuff out there. So just go out and make the effort. Do your research and go out and make the effort. And I think for members and non-members, we're going to obviously our our nutrition section on our our website is going to be full of advice um, that's going to help guide you to making better choices. And as I said, I think the main thing, the starting point is making small swaps, which is what we did. It's not about sort of overcomplicating your lives. People have busy lives, you know, um finding trying to find time to to make meals and cook in the evening for the for the daytime is not easy but there are very simple things that you can do when you go and do your shopping list that will will already make a massive difference and those are the changes that we've done those changes will be available on the website um and then as well you can talk a bit more about the recipes that you'll be doing which is a nutritious mm. recipes that will be available for people to follow yeah and we'll be uploading new ones as we 
as time goes. As time goes. But we'll yep. talk more about that. So before, I think that probably covers the healthy sort of, you know, part of it. Because we, we've got lots to say on that. But I think, as you said, that we'll cover that incoming um, episodes. So as far as your journey mm-hmm. from sort of, you know, obviously soap star to Hollywood star to trained chef and so on like tell us a little bit about your journeys I don't think many people know um you know you've been quite sort of quiet about your 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 progress your 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 journey no I mean I think you know I uh people know me for for what I've done and you know the last 20 odd years I've been quite successful being an actor I've been lucky enough to experience lots of different things I've had the big time, I've had the, you know, on the small screen, the big screen, on the stage, reality shows, as you know, um, lots of stuff, travelled the world, had a fantastic time. You know, I feel very blessed to have had that time in my life and have experienced it. However, you know, also a little bit like you, you do get to points in your life where you want to kind of, you know, try different things, go in different directions. I think the thing with me was that when I, as soon as I left drama school, within about a year or so, I hit, well, within a month, I got my first job. And then within a year, I got my first proper job, a couple of years. And the the success happened very quickly. Yeah. So, you know, it was, I was, people knew my name quite quick early on. And I had just left college and I was still trying to work out what I was doing. So you almost weren't quite ready for it. You hadn't kind of become your own person almost. No, I don't. I think, yeah, I think it kind of was one of those, you know, I was a kid, teenager, college, success. Yeah. You know, and uh, you are still the same person, but then all of a sudden you've got this role that you need to play, which is this successful actor. TV actors, film actor, and then it went to the film, then it went to Hollywood, then it was like, oh, wow, and it was it was a great time. But I think as I got as I got later on, got to a point, you know, there was this whole feeling of that was great, right? What what's next? Mm. You know, I'm still young, I still can, you know, learn new stuff and try something different, and I've still got lots of things I want to do. So that's where I got to a few years back. And how did your love for food sort of start? I know that we've got a whole story of how, you know, obviously when we met, food was a, a very major part of yeah. you know, the, the first year for us. Absolutely. I mean, we had so much food that year. I know. Yeah, we did. <laughs> if we could pile Not that we just sat table. around eating all the time. Guys. Well, we kind it of was, did. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, we, we, we had a, both lights going out for lunch. And that was how we sort of started to get to know each other was over food. So, I mean, if I, if you had been one of these sort of people or dancers that are some out there who just eat like sticks of celery and, you know, move a tomato around in their lunchbox, then I don't think we would have probably gelled as well. No. But we did get stuck in and have, you know. Lots of food. Yeah. Well, you've been Italian, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's all about food, 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 isn't it? Um, so that's how we got together and then to be fair it was a probably it was around the same time you know it's around that whole period 2009 10 yeah 2008 9 10 9 10 we met in 2010 
um, I started to, I always had an interest, but I was, I, I was, couldn't cook. I was a rubbish cook, you know. Um, so I think it was with my daughter, Ellen, uh, that uh, I used to cook bake cakes. I had to think of something to do with it. Mm. So we used to bake cakes, we used to do stuff, and then we used to kind of have this kind of fake restaurant we used to make where we used to make food for each other. And it was a really good thing, you know, it was a great thing. And then I started getting into it more. And of course, then I met you, and then I had to try and impress you. And then mm-hmm. I invited you, you know, you cook your dinner. Yeah. It was just one of those things. And it was it was something that was really quite new and exciting. And I think it was probably a bit like you with the fitness thing. Mm-hmm. When you said, when you talked about, you know, in the last podcast, you said about it was, you wanted to regenerate and start and feel strong. You wanted to progress, whereas where you felt you might have hit the end of a plateau or the end of a certain road. With this, it was like, wow, it's exciting. I had that, that real drive to find out more and to do this and do that. So that's what I did. And I think for the first four or five years, Especially when we were together, you were on tour for most of it, but mm. I just self-taught myself for those years and and read lots of books and watched lots of videos and you know loads of read loads of chef things and 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 taught myself some of the basics. And you were already very good at that point. You were, you know, you were doing all the cooking. Well, you were and, eating. Uh, it. I was eating all the food and. Uh, <laughs> And you're already very, very, you know, talented and natural at it, really. So it's, it's definitely something that for you was in your, you know, in your system, if you like, in your DNA, whatever. It, it was something very natural to you. And uh, and then obviously you decided to take the um, leap of faith, as I did. But yours was always a little bit earlier than mine when you decided to, to go for the diploma, which was obviously a, a huge, well, huge decision. I think for both of us, you probably anyone listening probably thinks we're mad both of us but we are kind of people that if we're going to try something we want to do it properly you know there's a level I mean like you being wanting to be a fitness guy person or me being a chef we could have just gone and done a little course at a local thing Mm -hmm. no 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 we wanted to do the big thing and learn it properly so for me it was, uh, I do you remember I enrolled on that, I first enrolled on a, on, a, on a summer course. Oh went, yes, that's right. I went on a summer course at Leeds, which is a very prestigious school in London. And um, I went and did that. Mm-hmm. It was a full-time summer course and did really well. Loved it, absolutely loved it. Did my, you know, did ace my exams. Brilliant, all brilliant. And I just suddenly thought to myself, wow. So Leeds do a three-term course as a diploma, which is about a year my summer course, I came in on the second term and then did a full-time diploma. So I became a student again. Yep, you did. Working, I remember. Yeah, working in it, working, going, studying all day, working in the kitchen, you know, in London. It was pretty full-on I think for us it was time. a challenging time. We have, we've had many challenging times because obviously since we met, I was, well, we the first year we met, obviously, then I started Midnight Tango. So I was on tour. Mm. I did that for three years. So we were kind of dealing with, sort of that sort of life and so on and then when you did your diploma I was still on tour so it was very hard because I was away Monday to Saturday wasn't mm. I and then I'd come back Saturday night if I could get back and then Sunday some point in the day you would go I would study all day yeah you'd study all day and no, then you were back to London you know studying I was, so I was traveling every day so it was a two-hour commute 
each way. So it's four hours traveling I did to go to college every day. So, but I, you know, you do have those times in life where you wanted to test yourself and I wanted to test myself and I wanted to prove to myself that I could, I could do this. Um, I think that's the thing with both of us is we, we could both, I suppose, have taken easier options and easier Mm. routes to maybe, maybe get to you in the same point we are now, but we're the sort of people that actually like to, put ourselves through hard work we're not afraid of hard work well I think that's where you you learn whether you're able to 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 do it properly I mean you know there's no point taking the easy option in any of these things you might as well uh, go for it 100 percent um so yeah so that was that was so you did that we we got to the end of it I remember you got uh, a distinction and so on in your all your exams and completed everything and I I created a poster for you didn't I as a and then yeah of all the dishes that I created over the over the because obviously I was away touring and I used to get little photos sent to me of every single dish that you did every day and uh, I put it in a folder on my phone and as the days went on it started to create its own little sort of you know squared image of all these dishes I thought it'd be amazing to be able to put all of them, the whole diploma, everything you've cooked onto one big poster. And so I got one of the guys who was obviously good on computers, um, the backstage guys on the tour to help me put something together. And we've got this uh, really lovely poster, haven't we, at home Mm. as a memory. So tell us now a little bit, obviously I got my nutritional advisor thing. You obviously, now the style of cooking that you did is not possible. You can say it's not, Maybe the healthiest is French cooking, isn't it? Well, really traditional, traditional classic. Classical cooking, yeah. but I love all sorts of cuisines. Um, but I think, you know, the I love food. And um, was very interested in international foods and, 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 and things like that. But as you said, you know, I think it, I did lots of various bits and bobs with food over the last couple of years. Um, and I was still kind of working out where it was going to land me and it was actually this wonderful thing this year when because you set off on your fitness journey we didn't really discuss whether it was going to involve nutrition and then once you were doing your whole diploma and stuff and studying it nutrition became this big part and then you got really interested and then I got really interested and I looked at it and then we thought wow this is great because obviously with my skills as that I've learned with your knowledge on the nutritional side, we're sort of now kind of, it was meant to be, to work together, to be able to not only give advice, but demonstrate, you know, recipes, right recipes. And I think the important thing as well is all the new, you know, the recipes that will be on the website, they will be nutritional nutritionist um, recipes, but they will be very tasty because obviously you've got, we've tried to make them, you know, as, as tasty important because, you know, I love food. So it has to taste good. Yeah, no, you know, it's got to, it's got to taste good. So it's going to be a great little section, that whole nutrition section and the recipe section. So what rec- what recipes will be on there? Well, there's going to be they're going to be uploaded quite regularly. There, there's a um, there's a few on there to start with. A sample recipes. A sample recipes, yeah. So you'll they'll be added periodically there'll be breakfast lunch dinners and snacks and if you're an actual member then we've already uploaded a certain number yeah there's a couple a couple of sample recipes on there for non-members if you're a member then there'll be more and they are basically a pdf 
that may, I've created PDF files that you can kind of download and print. So you can actually keep all the recipes in a little file somewhere if you wanted mm-hmm. to, or just look at them on your um, iPhone or whatever device, device you use. And what we'll be doing starting, you know, some point in the very near future is we're going to be doing some sort of demonstrating videos showing you how different to, skills, maybe different, some techniques. Yeah, and they'll be kind of... And also the great thing is there's going to be a nutritional blog, don't forget, which is going to be like almost like a new section where we'll be compiling a lot of good nutritional facts, advice and articles from all, lots of Very different sources, sources yeah. which will be, we, we will, you know, obviously make available to members and um, which I think will be invaluable because at the end of the day, you can never stop learning about this stuff. No, as I said, nutritional advisor, but for me, to be honest, it was like scratching the surface of a, a topic that is like immense. Mm. Um, but with a little bit of knowledge, you can make a massive difference and hopefully we can help people. You you will have recipes for breakfast, you've got lunch, you've got dinner, and then you've also got some uh, snack ideas as well on there. And uh, if you're a non-member, there's a, an advice page with lots of information already that you can access. And obviously, if you're a member, then you will get a whole load more recipes and blogs and extra advice that we can we can offer you. There's loads of things that we'll talk about We'll divide carbs, proteins, we'll be sending out PDFs on, you know, glycemic index and lots of things. But we're going to drip feed it slowly so it doesn't become overwhelming. Right. One piece of advice. Just one. Just one. Just a good one piece of advice you give someone about something to do with their diet. Go. Okay. So one one single piece. Just think that. You- yeah. So swap your crisps for unsalted popcorn. There you go. That's a pretty easy one. Yeah. Mine would be, mine would be, so you've got, if you eat crisps, stop eating crisps and swap it for unsalted popcorn, which you can do yourself at home, which is what we do Mm -hmm. pretty much of the time. Um, And I think my piece of advice would be, which I've started doing, which I never used to do, is just stay hydrated. Drink water. Drink water, people. Have a bottle by you and just keep drinking it throughout the day because without hydration... You know, you've got to keep everything working inside. Yeah, we the, a large percentage of our bodies is water, as we probably know. So six, eight glasses a day, easy. And it's, it, you know, so many people don't hit that that target. Um, skin, everything, everything needs water. So drink lots. Keep a flask. But you can get those kind of flasks now that have actually, they have times of the day where you got to drink. There's loads of apps out there, like, you know, fitness panel, those that remind you to drink water. Mm-hmm. But if you just remember to have a flask or a bottle with you and you go, right, that has to be gone by the end of today, it's probably the easiest way of doing it, isn't it? Yeah. So simple swaps is probably our, our first aim, isn't it? We would yeah. we would recommend. Yeah, definitely. And what's coming up in uh, the last of the triumvirate of episodes on the uh, week of our release of website? And episode three, what's coming up? So obviously we're launching on Thursday yep. on the 9th. Which is, yes tomorrow mm. theoretically it is and I then hope. we hope if all goes well and then the third episode for the launch is going to be about our life section oh yes which is the one that we're very excited about yeah that we um we think is going to be very much you know lots of fun which involves pablo and zach and obviously our friend joe who's going to be there advising us on all things to do with our four-legged friends. And there's also going to be lots of other people that we're going to be interviewing on various different topics. I mean, life covers 
everything you can think charity of. work any local community stuff we'll be doing which we've got some stuff lined up you know it's just going to be about community more than anything um, and we would love to hear from you guys please send us your questions because we will have a, a Q&A section as well so if you send in your questions then on the following podcast we will try and answer as many of those questions as we possibly can yeah and also for members the um, when you join FCM Fit, you will also get an access to our closed members group on Facebook, where we will be also conducting live Q&As on certain days, whatever days they may be. I'm not quite sure yet. So that's an added feature. Anyway, I think we're about there. Um, if you want to subscribe to this podcast, you can do through all your channels, iTunes, Spotify, whatever else this is available on, or simply go to the website and press subscribe and follow us on social channels twitter instagram facebook yes you can obviously sign up to fcm fit mailing list as well if you're not already yep. signed up to it and then we have fcm tv it can't stop it doesn't stop ladies <laughs> and gentlemen fcm tv youtube lots of fitness stuff nutrition stuff lifestyle stuff flavia jimmy and the boys stuff bit of fun sign up there and subscribe as well and keep in touch and i think for today that's... yes and if you missed episode one then that's also available for you to uh, go back and listen to all right i think that's it see you next time the fcm fit podcast with jimmy and flavia